We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I feel like time's flying and it's going to be Christmas before we know it and I'm having a panic attack. Yeah. Um, Why? Just, I'm just like... Chillax. <laughs> <laughs> Take a chill pill. Chillax. <laughs> Chillax. Chillax, baby. We haven't heard Chillax in years. It's your favourite queers back in your ears. It's I'm Grandman. Hey, girlies. I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to... I'm Grandmam. Woo! Hey, girlies, how's the form? How are we? So obviously, we didn't work at the same time, so we're not together. But that's fine because we have the power of the internet. I wish you were down here again. I know, but like, there's only so much um, mileage we can clock up. We do care about the environment, after all. I know, and as well, I'm kind of grateful not to be in your mum's kitchen. I'm only joking. <laughs> oh, did I show you the message that your mum had sent me, or did you see it? I put it up in my story. I saw it on your story because I don't have you muted like you have me. <laughs> Babe, I'm just busy. Kevin has me muted on his Instagram, right? And every time um, I talk, I'm talk, i talking to him about something that I posted, he's always like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, and you would have seen if you didn't have me muted on Instagram. And then he goes, I have everyone muted. And then he'd be like to me two seconds later, just see on Patrick's Instagram story what he put up the other day, very funny. No, I don't have anyone muted. I'm just not on social media that much. I don't live my life through my phone. Sure, yeah, babe, doll. You're telling me about a new <laughs> meme every two seconds. But anyway, your mum messaged me and goes, Podcast so good, hun. You gave me food for thought regarding kitchen and utility room. I love her. She's only messing with you there. She's not going to change at all. Now, God forbid you do a few bits and sort out the kitchen for her. The kitchen's grand, babe. There's no one has a problem with the kitchen except you. Anyway, we're no more kitchen speak this week. How are you, babe? How are you? I haven't spoken to you in ages. I haven't spoken to you since, like, I was talking to you a bit during the week, but I feel like this is the only chance to catch up this week. Yeah, I'm a busy, busy girl in Pantoland. She's a flat-out girl, and also, 
Um, the buses are making you late for everything in car. Oh my god, so myself and PZ are meant to record at 8, right? I finished rehearsals at 6, strolled into town, was there for a quarter past 6, didn't get on a bus until 20 past 7. The 207, sort your lives out even when I was waiting for the bus. I'd been for a haircut yesterday and I was like, Christ, I'm nearly due another fade. I've been waiting so long. Do you have to find a new barber now that you're back for Christmas? I haven't been getting my haircut in Cork in ages. Fellow did it, it was lovely, right? Grey cut and stuff. Now, the only thing is I sat down and like automatically, immediately, it's football talk. Oh, Not so much me, oh. but with the barber beside him and the fellow was in the chair with him and they were chatting about football and I'm going... Panic attack. You know what I mean? I'm looking out the window. I'm not. I'm not getting flustered about it because I'm just like I couldn't be asked. And your man went. <laughs> he just goes, "Would you have any interest in that?" And I just went, "In football, is it?" And he went, "Yeah." And I goes, "No, not really, to be honest." But he was like, "All right." Jen. I, did you say? Did you go? Well, I used to play when I was younger. Like, no. You know what? I couldn't have been asked even saying it. And okay. then he was like, "He was like, oh, you're just finished work, so or what?" Me then, um. Just, I'm just finished rehearsal for the pantomime. <laughs> and he was like, oh, all right, yeah. Now, I wasn't embarrassed at all, obviously, because I'm buzzing to be doing it. But, you know, I don't think he understood it. You know what I mean? Because he mm. was like, all right, yeah. He was like, how many shows are you doing then? Is it on, is it on for a week or what? And I was like, um, 67. And he was like, <laughs> Jesus, boy. That's some commitment. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, but I'm, I bet it's a laugh doing all the songs and stuff, is it? I was like, yeah, 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 laugh. Also, you could be like, you could find a common ground to be like, it's kind of like football. Like, there's two halves. Like, there's a crowd that chants at you. No, I'm delighted with the cut. Week for the cut. Well, do you have to say that? Like, because it's Cork and they'll know you're reading them if you say it's shit. No, I actually am buzzing about it. And I think... I don't know. Let me see. Look, I'll show you the fade. No, gorgeous. Do you see the back? <laughs> No, because you know what? I actually hate seeing the back of my head. You know when you're finished haircut and then the barber holds up the mirror and you're looking at the back of your head and I'm going, yeah. I didn't even know what the back of my head looked like that. Like Also, I always thought, I was like, I don't want to see it. I never, like, I don't see, I don't get why they do the big reveal. It is camp, like, they look at my work, like, are you gagged and gooped? It's camp. Oh, right, one day I was in the barber's and they just... It's giving magician. <laughs> one day I was in the barber's and they finished and he just goes, yeah, nice one. They took off the thing and just dusted me down. Didn't show me the back, right? And then I was panicked. Like in my head I don't know why I just thought that they Fucked up the back of my head And just didn't want to show me So I ran into the Do you ever then try and See the back of your head In the normal world It's so hard So I was like Running into changing rooms And trying to like Move the mirrors To like see the back of my head And I couldn't So I had to like Take my phone And put it behind my head like that And try and take a picture Of the back of your head I looked insane like Did I ever send the picture Of the back of my head When I got my hair cut On the cruise ship when I was in China. <laughs> no. In fairness to your man now, like, he did try, but, like, he didn't have a word of English. Obviously, I didn't have a word of Mandarin. All I could say was Book of E. I think it means forbidden. I can't even remember. Anyway. <laughs> and it described him, like, what I wanted. Here I was, showing him every picture of every sexy footballer being like, this, this, trying to show him a fade, like. Anyway, pure. I'm sure because it was... Him, you must go to the gym if you want to look like that. You must hit the gym. I'm sure because it was Christmas... Maybe he did a complete fucking triangle in the back of my head. Looked like a fucking Christmas tree. <laughs> now, and then also I was like, actually, sure, who even cares? You know what I mean? I was away from everyone. I didn't really give a shit. I actually thought it was a bit of a skit. Also as well, what I did do this week, and it's kind of boring now, right? But I know the way you're saying I'm getting kind of settled and this is adding fuel to the fire. 
but Sunday deep clean like Jose was cleaning deep cleaning the gaff and obviously that kind of turned me on why is it so sexy when like a partner just cleans like why is that hot is it because they're like making an effort I don't know but like also like just having a clean tidy gaff on a Monday morning is unreal like chef's kiss so like we're t- like he's tidy I'm tidying we're getting shit together then we had like some clothes that we're not wearing anymore so we're filling up charity bags we're cleaning out the spare room every time I go to your house there's charity bags <laughs> no it's the same one it's just because the charity shop's ages away oh it's the same and one and I don't trust those stickers that they put in the door because they're all scams girls look up the sticker company that you're sending your clothes to yeah Always top tip. Literally. But anyway, right, we're in the spare room. I'm cleaning up. And then I'm like, oh. I was like, Jose, why do you have a hair dryer when your hair is so short? And then he was like, I don't. And then I seize it. And it's you hid a hair dryer in my house. So when you come here, you can blow dry your hair. Why didn't you just tell me you were leaving the hair dryer hair, you weirdo? <laughs> oh, my God. And my sister's listening. It was actually one that she had bought for my man. But now, typical my man, my sister got us this unreal hairdryer. I'm sure it's fucking infrared or some shit. And my man then pure like loving her old hairdryer, no, because it's what she was used to. Well, babe, it was tough. It's because you tucked it behind the mirror and everything, like hid it behind the mirror under the rad. Why didn't you just say, PJ, <laughs> can I leave the hairdryer here? I would have been like, yeah. Because you'd be freaking. No, I wouldn't. You would have been freaking, babe. <laughs> Babe, I have a blo- I have an inflatable boat underneath your stairs in London. I wouldn't be freaking if you left a hairdryer in my spare room. I thought you'd been raging because I left a pair of boots there too. And see, I think I was nervous after the pair of boots. Because definitely when you had first moved in, we're all about like hating the clutter, hated anything extra. Yeah, you were like, yeah. I'll get rid of that, I'll get rid of that. And I was like, calm down, so I was just a bit anxious. Yeah. But the thing is, it was such an effort coming to see you, right? Because I'd always have to pack a hairdryer with my bits because you're a freak. And so is Jose, who don't use hair dryers for some reason, even though... Low ma- we're just low maintenance, girls. We're low maintenance here in this house. Low maintenance? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I can't get over the fact that you never use one. So anytime I'd go over then, I'd have to pack it. But sure, typically I was only ever flying with my hand luggage. And then I had to ask one of your neighbours. I remember then that time you were raging when I was giving them the hair dryer back and then I gave them some chocolates. And you were like, they were for Jose, but then but they were my chocolates they as well. They weren't your chocolates. <laughs> We call the cho- we co-own the chocolates. Yeah, and I gave them to your neighbours for being nice. Without asking me. Oh, shut up. Now, the best was, remember the morning that I went without? And I was like, how am I going to dry my hair? I just think there's a different look to my hair when it's dried with a hairdryer. I came downstairs <laughs> and Kevin's head was in the oven. I thought he was about to end it all. I tackled him to the floor and I goes, Jesus Christ, ask for help, babe, if you need it. It's because it's a fan oven. So you know what? It actually... Now, I'm not condoning. I'm not saying go about, like, drying your head in the oven. But it's well for me, right? And I get it if you're like, oh, you're not fussed about drying your hair with a hairdryer because you don't need the lift. But for me, right... I love drying my body with the hairdryer. You know when you're frozen when you get out of the shower? I love giving yeah. myself a blast all over. I know, babe. You say it every episode. You tell everyone. You tell anyone who listens you want to dry your body with the hairdryer. But I thought it was like way more commonplace. And obviously because typically like anything you do after shower is something you do in private, right? So like I always thought that we all <laughs> did it. And then I remember one time being at the gym no. and I was like had the hairdryer and I lobbed it up to the towel and I was pure like Drive my balls. Well, that's weird. <laughs> and I was like, Are you we having not a Marilyn Monroe this? moment in the in the um, change room? You being Marilyn Monroe in the changing. Well, I just warm my body because it's lovely, especially now. It is gone a bit cold, and the thing is as well, 
again, cowboy builders, there's no fucking insulation in this attic where I am here. I'm frozen in the mornings. Okay. Frozen. Now, also, just quick disclaimer: we're not. We don't think you should put your head in the oven to dry your hair. It was just Kevin was like desperate times call for desperate measures. No, and if you do it, you're thick. But that's why I left the hair dryer there because I brought it up from Cork and I was like, I'm going to leave this here now because I don't want to ever have to be searching for one. Also, God forbid you just get one. Well, anyway, girls, if you want that hair dryer, um, it's in the Simon Community Charity Shop um, on Cork Street. Did you give it away? Yeah, I'm not keeping the, the hair dryer in my gas. No, you didn't, you fucking idiot. <laughs> that was my man. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> it's upstairs. I wouldn't do that, Joe. I'm joking. <laughs> Alright, come on, let's get on to the theme. Where's the speaker? Right. Okay, girlies, the theme for this week is... Beauty pageants. Alexa, play Pretty Hearts by Beyonce. Iconic music video, by the way. Her face, isn't it? And she's a crying. Yeah, she's giving me tears. She's giving me glamour tears. Oh, there's a speech at the start. What is your aspiration in life? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my aspiration in life... Would be... To be happy. To be happy. No, I can't hear this for some reason through the Zoom, so you're just going to have to give you. me the beast. I'll play it up. My mum can fucking hear it, that's the only thing. <laughs> no, babe, I can't hear anything, but I'll just use your audio. Can you not hear this? No. Oh, wait. Pretty girl, what's in your head? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Babe, you should sing this to yourself when you're panicking about the hair dryer. I'm thinking like running across the stage with chiffon. You know what yeah. I mean? Like blowing in the wind. And tune. Yeah. And then Jesse. Double pirouette. It's actually so gorgeous. Alexa, stop. Another song option I was thinking when we were planning the episode, I was like, oh, we could do Unpretty by TLC. But that song actually makes me sob. Oh, my God. That song literally like, especially the music video when she's in the um, Plastic Surgeons and then she runs out at the end and she's like, I make you feel I'm pretty too. Uh, I can't. Did I ever tell you about the time my mum bleached my hair and made a bangs of it? Me, me singing Unpretty by TLC inside my bedroom by myself up in the bunk bed. Me. <laughs> You can buy a hair from one grow. You can, you can fix your nose if it's so. Now, also, I would say, like, in this day and age, I don't think that song is like it's very one-sided. Like some people want to fix their nose, some people want to either some people want to get hair extensions, and if that makes them happy, let them off. Also, it's kind of like the things that are considered to be unpretty. They're actually unread about people. You know those pictures? Do you ever see them? And it's like. Some lads who've gotten work done on their nose. And you know, there'd be a fellow with like a yeah. big, huge throne. And then he'd go and get it fixed, air quotes. And I'm like, no, I love the big hunk of a throne. Yeah, and it's all what I hate about those videos all the time is that the fixed nose is basically like a stereotypical like white person's nose. And I'm yeah. like... And it's like, tiny. But like, that's just like the, that Caucasian beauty standard that like is just fucking... Yeah. Like there's a lot of... Um, on TikTok, <laughs> a lot of people uh, like have, uh, have like Middle Eastern noses and they're, they're like fixing them. And then everyone's always like, oh, I miss my old nose. And then I'm like, yeah. oh my God, yeah, it is kind of sad. But what I love, and we'd be always skitting about it, is like, Jose's, obviously, like, a lot of Filipinos have, like, flat noses, right? Um, 
Yeah. And like it's you it used to be a thing like, oh I want like 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 basically a white person's nose, like a kind of smaller nose, like I don't want it to be so flat. But then the other day, like his niece was like bouncing on my lap and she was like why do you have um, a chicken beak nose? And then I was like, what? She was like, chicken beak nose. She's like two now, right? And then I was like, what do you mean? She was like, it's so pointy. I was like, oh yeah, you're having such a cute butt nose. She was like, yeah, mine's a cute butt nose. Then she was like, back, back, chicken beak nose. And I was just like, I was living for her turning the tables on me. You know what I mean? Oh my God, I love it. What a gas bitch. Gas bitch. But also, Beyonce, that's a classic from her, right? Um, loving renaissance Living Renaissance You're surely joking me How <laughs> would you pronounce it? It was just the most cork I've ever heard yeah. Renaissance Re- Rene- Renaissance Renaissance means What? Rebirth Like like Yeah Rebirth Come on Rebirth Come on French Yeah Bitch, I, know my, I know my history The renaissance era When renaissance was released It was probably my best Mental health week of the year I, I must say that Really? Yeah. No, it wasn't hard to get you there, really, was it? <laughs> All I needed was a good piece. You know what <laughs> I mean? A good beat. Now, and one man's pleasure is another person's pain because it wasn't a great day for Khalees, was it? Oh, poor Khalees. Wasn't she raging or something? So basically, they used her sample and was like, you didn't credit me, like, went off, and then Beyonce said, say less, and just took out the sample. She took the sample out. I was kind of squealing. What we do need is a visual Renaissance album. Why isn't she, like, giving us anything? Renaissance. <laughs> How do you say it so? Yeah, what's the story that... No, I'm just loving the way you're saying it. I think you're saying it correctly. I'm just loving whatever... I'm, I'm... adding an extra syllable. I'm adding an extra syllable. Whatever flair you're giving it. Renaissance. Renaissance, Renaissance. That's how you say it. Now it's not Renaissance. The French, the French are shook it. <laughs> it's not Renaissance. It's Renaissance. Okay, Renaissance. What was your favorite track from the album? It changes at yeah. the moment. It's um, the one with Grace Jones. Move. I think mine's Summer Renaissance. I did a routine for that in uh, my classes, throwing shapes. If you ever oh, came, did to one. you? When recently? Kevin came to the first dance class and then said people kept bumping into him, so he need he's not coming back ever again. <laughs> Also, you moved. I'm not going to come up to Dublin for the dance class. <laughs> oh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> now, you were doing a few in London, but that was the thing. I love that it's like um, a space for people to like, you know, try out dancing for like the fun of it and just to be, you know, to come out yeah. of their shelves a bit and to be a bit more comfortable. But also like spatial awareness, girlies. <laughs> And you know what I mean? And it was like weird because I was like, I was on enter class and then obviously it's your class. But then because... A lot of people who are coming to it, like listen to the podcast and stuff, so they're coming yeah, up to so me maybe as well. Yeah, so they know you, yeah. And they're coming yeah. up to me as well, and I'm going, I'm not getting paid at all, girls, so don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we're talking beauty pageants. I suppose, right, a good place to start would be with a quote, which is arguably the reason we're doing the episode, because it was such an iconic moment in the world of beauty pageantry. Really? Okay. Um, And that's the Miss Teen USA 2007 quote, right? And everyone will know it. Well, I don't think my mum's going to know the Miss Teen USA quote. Oh, okay, right. So basically, brief backstory. um, The question was, um, recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the US on a world map. Why do you think this is? Oh. Right? And Caitlin Upton was representing South Carolina and <laughs> her answer was I personally believe 
that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should uh, our education over here in the US should help the US or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our children. Thank you very much South Carolina. Oh my god, it's the Iraq for me. <laughs> the Iraq. The Iraq is the best base of the whole thing. What was you saying? Like? I suppose if you were in the competition, I'd have been like, oh, they're obviously thick. <laughs> I'd be able to point out, like, America, right? Yeah. But then if they were like, point out where Tennessee is, I'd be like, no. Oh no, I wouldn't have a clue of, like, any of those bits. Also, as well, maps are hard, like. So, yeah. you know, this cut him a bit of slack. It was when you'd be doing, like, geography. I'm not sure about secondary school so much, but definitely I remember in primary school and they'd be like, draw a map of Ireland. I'm like, huh? But, you know, like, obviously, geography is my Achilles heel. Like, I don't know where anything is in the yeah. world, right? Yeah. Um, bring back Pangea. But, um, <laughs> I, I, um, I was unreal at actual geography, the subject in school. I think I got like a B1 or like an A3. I don't know what the, the scoring is in the Leaving Start, but in higher level geography, like I was unreal because I knew all about like sedimentary rocks, static mites, static tights vibes. I knew all about the rivers, yeah. but I knew all about the actual like nature. But yeah. like they never, in, my, in the geography exam, they're never like circle where Italy is. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know it's the boot. It's the stunning high heel. It's the gorgeous thigh-high boot. It's the Louis Vuitton thigh-high boot. Yeah, I was never one who enjoyed geography really ever. Even all those bits, I didn't really like it. Like, once it came to junior start, I was like, nah, bye bitch. What are your views on pageants in general? Because I will say, right, as someone growing up, right, I did watch, like, Toddlers and Tiaras when it was on because I kind of loved the campness of it. I loved... The Rose of Tralee growing up, because again, I love seeing the girls mm -hmm. come out in the dresses, and I loved watching all the shows like that, because you know, there's an element of glamour, it's camp, it's all the things I love. Yeah, I think, like, growing up, obviously, it was, like, camp and gay, and I was living for that, but now, like, in terms of, like, taking Rose of Tralee, for example, like, we never really watched that, like, as a household, you know, it's yeah. kind of like, a lot, in a lot of Irish homes, the Rose of Tralee's, like, um, a tradition. It's like the toy show. Like, it's like yeah. they watch it. They all sit down. The kids get to stay up late and watch it. And for people who don't know what the Rose of Tralee is, they get a load of young one, Irish young ones. <laughs> and it's a beauty pageant from all over the world, isn't it? So there could be, like, the Sydney Rose. Yeah, who have some Irish then, connection. Yeah, they, some Irish connection. And then they bring them all together and they compete for the Rose of Tralee. In Tralee. It's in Tralee, I presume, right? Yeah, they have it in Kerry. Wasn't. Apparently now, to be fair, apparently the festival itself is meant to be a mad buzz, even just being down in Tralee for it, you know what I mean? Like for the weekend or whatever. I say you'd have a laugh, but I do think like the, the whole premise of the Rose of Tralee itself is very problematic, right? Especially in 2022. Like, I know some people will be like, it's celebrating Irishness and stuff like that, but we can have a different festival that fucking celebrates Irishness. I just think it's a bit dated, like... Completely. There are so many aspects to it that are definitely dated. And then, I suppose, in terms of it being diverse, not really that much, you know what I mean? Not that much. <laughs> There's not a drop of melon in between them. They're all white. They're, they're burning in the shade in the Rose of Tralee. <laughs> 
Now, I know some previous Rose of Tralee. It's factor 50 all round down. It's factor 50 all round down in the Rose of Tralee. We've never seen a Rose, or I haven't anyway, who's like in a wheelchair or like if we go into it further, like neurodiverse um, Roses competing. The age limit was only just recently increased to 29. Right. And on its website, the Rose of Tralee says it's a festival about celebrating Irishness. But when quizzed about the age limit, the festival executive chair, Anthony O'Gara, said it was about celebrating young women. I'm going to vomit. Saying that. No, sorry. 30 no. is old, essentially. Well, in that case, I'm rotting. <laughs> um, is he saying I can't compete in the Rose of Tralee? No, obviously I wasn't going to because like. I can't, and also I don't agree with it. If you, even if I was asked, I wouldn't do it. Even if I was asked, I wouldn't do it. But um, but is he saying now I can't compete because I'm turning thirty this year? Yeah. Also, um, up until two thousand seven, married women need not apply as the competition was only open to single ladies. All the single ladies. No, the following <laughs> Beyonce. year. Beyonce. It's a Beyonce. <laughs> the following year, they let unmarried mothers join. Although it took until twenty eighteen for this to actually happen, as. Um, Carlo Rose Shauna Ray Lacey Was the contest's First mother Rose Like that's mad But as well I don't know what it was Because probably back in the day Now I don't know the details So if I'm wrong Like don't come for me Rose actually Whatever I actually well. don't care um, So It was definitely like before They were like Look at all these Hot young single girls Like we're going to Pray them out in front of you And then like we, you can go off and get married to them. All these like high-profile people. Is that what it used to be before? I have no idea, like how it started, but it was definitely started by men. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's def- it's definitely. Um, I was going to say saturated in misogyny, <laughs> but it's definitely like <laughs> heaped in misogyny, right? Without a doubt. Like I said, it's now, and I know there's probably girls who take part, and some girls, and in in my head, in a way, I'm almost like. No, but that's just me thinking about the crack level. I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be a skit now if Sarah went for it? Because even I'm reading there 29, I'm like, oh my God, my sister only has another year now to apply. And I'm like, obviously it is problematic. Sarah ticks all the boxes. (laughs) Sarah would win it, would she? Sarah would have a laugh and she could, she could even whip out a hard reel there for the, for the talent section and stuff. Well, the hilarious thing is it's not even a talent section. Like it's optional really, isn't it? Now, also this year was also the first year that trans women could apply. But again, like, is a trans woman just going to be like, oh, I'm going to apply for the Rose of Tralee now that they let me in? Because it's not just as easy as that. You know what I mean? Because as well, if they did go for it, like, it would almost be like they're the spokesperson for it. And then, like, are they going to spend their whole interview chatting about trans issues and, like, all the work that needs to be done in Ireland and stuff? And then, like, you know what I mean? It's like, it would be a, it would be, there'd be a big onus on them. I was just saying, like, yeah, imagine being the first trans contestant on the Rose of Tralee and then them being, like, asking all the other girls, so where do you like to go for your walks on a Sunday? <laughs> and then you get the question, is like, so what do you think the future of trans people is in, in Ireland? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, they'd, they'd be they'd be quizzed, they'd be on the front of every newspaper. It'd be, like, really hard for them. Also, like, I just think we could do a different thing, like, not the anti-Rose of Tralee, because that's too... Like, the thorn of Tralee! Weird, like... <laughs> <laughs> no but like We could do like A different thing If they want Because if the whole thing If they always come back to Is like We're celebrating Irishness Right Yeah You can do that In a much more modern Diverse And like Inclusive way You know what I mean Yeah Like 
you know, it doesn't have to be like the Rose Three. I think it's kind of it's it's done now. Like it's over. You know what I mean? Now, also, obviously, I don't agree with the whole pageant thing, and I do think like I, it's not that I don't agree. To be honest, I don't have really strong feelings against it like, because it doesn't really directly affect me that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as in like, like. I, I'm like, oh, I don't know, is it like the best thing? But who am I to speak for loads of women? Like, That's the thing. I'm not a woman. If a woman wants to go and do it, I completely on fire, Work right? away, doll. Like, they Get should be the able sparkles. to. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. my, my issue is like when it comes to it, like be, kind of being organised by men and kind of like, surely there are yeah. girlies that could be doing it, you know what I mean? And organising it and like, you know what I mean? Like, also like, I don't even know anything about the panel and stuff. Like, is there like old Irish lads on the panel going she was definitely wearing the nicest dress you know what I mean I don't know what way it works I'd love it to be like kind of like shifted and it'd be like run by women um, and then like kind of a RuPaul's Drag Race format you know what I mean like and that's the thing and we could ban poems yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. If one more teacher comes out and does a poem, snooze me later. Bring back on that fucking icon who did the parody rock anthem. <laughs> what was there her was name one, again? For people who don't know it. So for people who don't know it, there was one rose one year, right? And it's the only time I've ever saw a clip from the Rose of Chile and watched it. She came out and they were like, watch her talent. And she goes, hip hop taking it to the streets. And she's done parody rock anthem. And she wrecked the gun. One icon. I want to know, she does she do icon. a rehearsal or is she like, I'm just going to go out and improv? I say she improved. Dance is in her blood, right? Dance <laughs> is in her blood. But yeah, so obviously we, we like, if you want to do a pageant, go away and do it. Like we've, we've not, we can't comment on that. Yeah. But the one pageant I wholeheartedly agree with and like I can get behind like so much is the pageant in Miss Congeniality. <laughs> Girls, <laughs> when I say... I think that I think that made me gay. You're one in a million, once in a lifetime. You make me discover. It's iconic. Miss Congeniality, one and two, right? Needs. It's it's one of the, it's one of the rare occasions where the second film is still good. Lives up to the hype. Yeah. One and two, they need to be on a recommended watching list for gays around the world. Who come out and are trying to lean into their queerness and like um, explore themselves a bit more? Watch Miss Congeniality one and two. It's the scene when she's after getting wax in and into, the, and obviously it's probably problemat- problematic now if we look at it. Through, Every like, movie is or whatever. It, really, yeah. yeah, but like I'm living right. Um, <laughs> so basically, it's the scene where she gets wax in into her life. She gets the big makeover right, and then they open the like um, airplane hangar, and she's like strutting. Yeah. And she's giving us everything, and she's serving pussy, and like your man's like, oh my god, I didn't know that was you, and he's kind of taking the piss out of her, and she's like. Something, something, something. Wax me into my life. Don't mess with me. And then she struts away. But then she falls over because she's Sandra Bullock and she's still quirky. You know what I mean? I live. I bring back Sandra Bullock films in general. What was the last film she did? Was it Borrow Box? And she the blindfold? No, that woman. She's that's actually good. I I watched that. I, I, I didn't see it. Is it good? Is it worth watching? Because I love Sandra Bullock. Yeah. You know what? When I'm mad about Sandra Bullock in Premonition. Well, I don't know that. Is one, it Premonition? Right? Let me see, Premonition. Yeah, Premonition. Watch Sandra Bullock, Premonition 2007. How many stars is it? Oh, it's only three stars. Maybe don't watch it. Maybe it wasn't that good. <laughs> no, watch Miss Congeniality. I'm going to watch that at the weekend. I am. I love it. It's so good. Now, just on Rosa Tralee, right? My friend Laura, right, actually was picked as the London Rose to compete in the competition, right? And hilariously then, right, when I was over in London this year... 
I bumped into her outside Finsbury Park Station, I think, right? And I was like, oh my God. And she was talking to me. And then because of COVID, I think she ended up having like a reign of like three years. I was like, yes, bitch, she's living for the three year reign, right? And she was like, no, no, they need to like, they need to make someone new quick. But she was like, she was like, oh my God, I actually have the sash in my bag. And I was like, get that out of your bag now and put it around my fucking shoulder. And you know, you might be like, oh, what I do is, as soon as I had the sash on, I was like, I need to be a rose. But anyway, I put a picture up then of me wearing the sash, right? Just as a skiss. Do you remember that? That was like early on in the era. <laughs> this girl who I went to um, UCC with, right? She was in my course. Avine, right? So she messaged me and goes, Oh my God, is this real? And I goes, yeah, babe. And she goes, oh my God, that's amazing, right? And a load of like, um, like celebration emojis. Anyway, then I messaged her back because I was like, she couldn't be serious. Babe, babe, do you actually think I'm the London Rose in the Rose of Chile? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, please tell me. No, babe, that was a joke. Babe, I met the London Rose yesterday. That's all it was. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not going to be in the rose to me, babe. And then she goes... <laughs> I totally thought so. I was like, go on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what's her name? Avine. Avine, you're thick as shit, love. I'm so sorry. You're going to have to... No, maybe... Go back to UCC or do a... Gr you're going to have to do a grind or something. Maybe she just thought that the times were changing and maybe they advanced and were like, oh, we'll let the gays enter. Babe, they won't leave someone who's over 29 into They're not going to leave a fella. Well, you can apply as an escort, I suppose. Ugh, no. And what wear those gammy suits that they're rented from Finn's Corner. <laughs> and they're all oversized. None of them are fitted. <laughs> if you were to do a pageant, yeah. right? If, like, like, they bring out a pageant yeah. and it's, like, really inclusive and diverse and, like, this, all the problems are gone, yeah. right? Because the thing and is, right, I like the idea of entering something like Mr. Gay World or something. Really? No, I think that probably comes with its own set of problems. Also, every time I've met a Mr. Gay World person, they've been very, like, politician energy for me. Really? Like, and you hate like, politicians? Yeah. <laughs> personal joke and moving on right so <laughs> but basically like you know they're very like and thank you very much oh, really? for coming and i was like it's a gay club but obviously i was gonna come you know well obviously I, mean? I wouldn't be like but... that i'd be like hey girlies <laughs> would you do mr gay ireland I, I don't know like i probably wouldn't put myself forward for it but then would it be like my friend put me forward first i didn't want to do it you know what i mean i point blank period would never but what were you asking me about it no my thing is I love the idea of getting to travel and then do loads of gay bits just book a Ryanair flight yeah but with all the gay girlies with 20 quid with all the, with all the gays G-A-Y-Z-T-M would it be very catty would it be a smally bit catty now are we stereotyping our own people or would it be the opposite and would it be like these are my sisters and like yeah, we're my girls together. and would I have like would I then have like a friend from every country a gay friend I don't know enough about Mr. Gay World yeah. to, to comment on it, to judge. So I'm going to not comment. Yeah. The some, my mum says, if you don't know what you're on about, shut up. She doesn't say <laughs> that. But like, like, if you don't know what you're talking about, just shut up sometimes. No? So I'm going to do that right now. But what were you asking me about pageants in general? Oh, I was saying, so, right, we're in like a fantasy, gorgeous, like a Rosa Tree esque like pageant. Um, what's your talent? 
What I would do is, right? Oh, I could do a death trap. No, that'd be a bit basic. What I would do is, right? Because of my time that I spend shotgirling in Soho. Remember that thing I did for my birthday on the birthday Zoom with the tray? Brilliant. But I would have Brilliant. to heighten it. So I that. would do a bit of cocktail flaring at the stand, which I don't know how, but I think you could probably learn a bit of cocktail flaring, really. It's quite hard, though. Is it really hard? No, no, like, it would take a bit of practice. Like, you can't just be like, I don't know how to cocktail flare. I'll learn it there for the gig. Well, presumably, if I'm doing the pageant, I'll know in advance. So I'll go, right, I have three months now. I'll start doing the cocktail bits. Like, it couldn't be too hard. You get onto a cocktail girl. I get onto one of the cocktail girlies. Yeah. But then yeah. I would do it. So do a cocktail. Then I put it all in glasses, right? Put it on a tray, right? The drink, the drinks on a tray. And yeah. then I could do, like, I could do the splits then with the tray. Or I could do, like, a pistol squat as well. You need to light it on fire. Light it on fire. There's going to be some kind of pyro element. I just wasn't sure. Pyrotechnics. And I think splits over pistol squat. Pistol squat. Oh, no, actually, pistol squat is more impressive. Kind it's kind of, kinda, yeah. But you can reverse the splits, can't you? Yeah. You can go into the splits and then come back up. Yeah, I can do that. What I could also do is... So, um... Wear, an, uh, wear like... Any... Do, like, an, use an angle grinder as well. <laughs> on the way down. There's <laughs> go... With one hand. Any bears in Cork that are looking for a shop boy to do the splits, Kevin can pick up a few extra quid when you're back there. What would be your talent? Would you do hip hop dance? You see, no, because like so, like this is always the thing, right? Every time I like, I I think about this actually quite often, right? So when people go and like take me out or they yeah. do like a pageant and stuff and they do a talent, every time they dance, it's shit. Like no matter how good of a dancer they are, even if they're unreal. Just like someone, it's just, it's just automatic ick. Like if someone plays a track and they're all just standing there clapping and I'm just dancing around the place, it would look shocking. Like I just wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? So what would it would be do? so embarrassing. I see, I don't know. Then that's I, like, I'd have to learn a new skill, I think. What about your sewing? Could you make a dress? <laughs> could you get a nice, could you get a nice pattern and cut out a dress? From your eight-week course. <laughs> I picked it up as a hobby and I'm learning still. But that's no, what I mean. Could you do it Could you do it for the it. talent section? <laughs> you are so annoying. The best was, the best was, right? BJ had hyped this course up to me, right? For, I think, in the month before you were going, I signed up to this course, I signed up to this course, I'm going to do this. And you know what? Whatever. And I loved the, the premise of it. You were saying, oh, you want to do something that you're not great at, just as like a skill and a yeah. hobby. And I love that. But the best was you were hyping it so, up so much and then the week before you were like, oh my God, my course now stands next week and I can't wait like, and I'm going to be doing bits to my own clothes and you know, just for nights out and stuff. And the best was the day of we were doing something and I was like, you have to leave. And you were like, yeah, yeah, it's grand. I'll, I'll leave there in a while. And you were an hour late to the first one. <laughs> but the reason why is because we were doing a gig oh, in UCD gig, and yeah. afterwards all the girlies came up to us and they were like wanted pictures and stuff and I didn't want to go I'm leaving to go make some clothes like I wanted to be like hi and take pictures of people and be nice <laughs> so I did end up coming an hour late but to be honest there was a lot of waffling happening in that they were lovely it was a lovely course but like it was like <laughs> a lot of talking and I, I wanted to be more hands on you know what I yeah. mean I wanted to be more stitchy stitch and less chatty chat yeah or maybe I'll get back to I'll get back to sewing and I'll do a dress on stage that could be that could be cute, and I'm always fond of uh, quick change scenes. You know, you know. Yeah, I oh love my them. God. Yeah. Do you know? Um, do you see the Drag Race episode where a girl made a dress in like sixty seconds? Yeah. That was incredible. Like my jaw hit the floor. That could be you. That could be me if I got my shit together. 
If you try hard enough, if you get your shit together. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> also, right, even though we've spoken about the Rose of Tralee, right, I think we need to take things back and talk about Calargas Woman of the Year, right? Because that is a competition <laughs> that predates Rose de Tralee, and it's even more chaotic, right? And it's literally, it's almost farcical, like, the the whole concept behind Wait, this. Wait, gas is in, like, Calargas that you use to, like, the, the, like, fire and stove and the barbecue and yeah, stuff? Yeah, basically, they were a sponsor of it. And I think the way it tied in... Because um, cooking was a real element to the competition as well, right? Now, bearing in mind even the title, Housewife of the Year. Now, since I moved to Dublin, I, I got that title. I'm unreal. I'm the best housewife ever. <laughs> but continue. But anyway, it was an annual contest for housewives in Ireland between 1968 and it was still going up until 1995. What? Candidates were judged on the basis of cookery, nurturing, and basic household management skills. For fuck's sake. So a series of regional heats produced six finalists. The main task in the final was cooking a meal for four within a two-hour period. The host would then interview the contestants with personality, appearance, sense of humour, <laughs> interests, and civic spirit all taken into account by the judges. My favourite bit in that is sense of humour. So what, like, is that to do with them, like... <laughs> They, Does that mean like they were judging how funny they were or like how much they laughed at the compares jokes? Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Your man goes something like, oh Jesus, that skirt's too short. And then is she meant to giggle or something? You know what I mean? It just sounds so chaotic. Babe, that's a fever dream. Now, if anybody's listening and they know someone who was a Calor Gas housewife of the year, get in touch. We Please. need... The nitty gritty behind the scenes. Now, some of them went on to do big things. One of them released a cookbook... And she was big and I think she had like a slot on telly. Um, it's Miriam O'Callaghan. <laughs> it's not. Miriam O'Callaghan listens to the pod, I think. What would actually possess you to do it? Now, I suppose if there was like a... But I suppose some people... I suppose some people are like housewives and they love it. And so they should like it for something they enjoy. So I suppose... Would you, would you do it for the title? Would you be like, I'd love to be a housewife of the year? Like it's a full-time job. And I don't know like... Um... Why people discredit it. It's so hard. Without a doubt. Especially if you have kids. Like, since I got the yeah. kids, it's very, <laughs> very hard. Like, they're up, they're down, they're left, they're right, and I haven't had the dinner on. And then Jose's coming back from work. But you know what, right? Even me coming back now last night, right? I was wrecked coming home last night from rehearsals. And I got in the door and I was like, you're starving. And I was like... 
And my mum was like, oh, there's a dinner there for you. And I was like, oh, what is it? And she was like, bacon and cabbage. And I was like, what? And then I was like, actually, <laughs> hunger is the best sauce. And I was like, I was like, actually, I should be so grateful that my mum even cooked a dinner. Because like, if I was over in England, I came back after a long day, I'd be coming home to nothing or I might have to pop to the shops or whatever. And I was actually like, this is actually class. And do you know what? I was actually serving. And it was decent. I'm not even joking. It was class. Ba- bacon and cabbage is unreal. It's so good. It was unreal. There's bacon, cabbage and potatoes. And I was like, and you know who loves oh. bacon and cabbage? She would have it as our last meal on death row. Who? Beverly Mitchell. She really? loves bacon and cabbage. Oh, I do actually yeah. know that about her. I do know that about her. But also you have to cook the, you have to cook the cabbage in the bacon water like, or else like, what are you doing? That's the way she does it. But you know what? See, I think I was spoiled by you when you were living in London because I would never really have eaten cabbage. And then one time you did like, you did the Colcannon mash and you also did the, you did the cabbage in the air fryer and you did that. What's that thing that you always love and put on everything you'd be putting on? Eggs you'd be putting on yogurts. I put the peanut ryu in the cabbage one day you and I thought I reinvented the wheel. I was like, yeah. oh my God, look at me. Fusion restaurant coming soon. You know what I mean? Speaking well, of death row, what would you yeah. have as your last meal? I don't know what I'd have. Well, Like, just loads of mashed potato. <laughs> so giant baby bowl. I just have a giant baby. I just love mashed potato. I know, call me a stereotype. Like I would have never, I wouldn't have done well in the famine at all because all I just love them too much. I'd be, I'd be, I would be mourning the loss of the potatoes too much. I wouldn't be able to focus. I love them. They're so nice. Like and people who say potatoes don't taste like anything, they taste delicious. They're like a sponge. They soak up the flavor. You put loads of butter into them, loads of salt. Yum 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 yum. Bit of bit of milk, like obviously like plant based milk, and then yum 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 yum. I think I'd have eggs. I'd probably have eggs on toast because I'd be like, I think you I'd have wouldn't. eggs. Gorgeous, like meal. gorgeous Polish eggs. Gorgeous bread. We're the worst inmates ever on death row. You're having potatoes and I'd have bread. I just have lovely, gorgeous bread. But if I was on death row, I wouldn't be thinking about what I'm eating. I'm going to be thinking about that I'm getting electrocuted and fucking dying in an hour. Like, so I won't even be able to enjoy the meal anyway. Ah, you would if it was not, like if it was stunning bread. If you're on death row, you'd be known it's coming for ages. You know what I mean? You wouldn't just, on the day of, you wouldn't go, oh, Jesus, that's today, and start panicking. Is that still the thing? Do people still get death rowed? I, I say they do. I think they do. There's a brilliant series, actually, on, uh, I think it's BBC. It's called Inside Man with uh, Stanley Tucci and David Tennant. Brilliant. Stanley Tucci's on death row for something and then there's, there's another story happening then in the UK very good series and you know what I love the thing that Netflix is getting wrong these days right is the fact that they're doing a series right and there's 10 episodes just to flesh out the whole season they're throwing in a load of fodder and a load of bullshit whereas like give me a four parter yeah. any day where I'm hooked from the start until the end yeah yeah definitely I, I just hate when they drag shit out and also Stop like churning out things that look really pretty. Well, it's one of my favorite things to do. But like, to do is watch them. But uh, one of my favorite things to do is watch them. But stop churning out things that look really pretty but have no storyline. <laughs> Winx is one. Riverdale's another. Like I watch them just because they're like aesthetically pleasing. But that's about it. It's your weakness is shit shows on Netflix. It is. Before we finish this episode on pageants, I'm going to ask you the biggest pageant question that everyone gets asked, and then we're going to see if you could be the next pageant. Queen of the world, right? Okay. Okay. Kevin Toomey, how would you bring about world peace? 
Right? I can be I can be cranky myself, right? I can be pure angry. Yeah. And ultimately, when people will be fighting and stuff, it's because they're obviously angry or annoyed and stuff. Yeah. So I would say maybe less screen time, maybe. Okay. So I maybe maybe put a cap on screen time. <laughs> and then also, right, you know when you've had an awful day and you're pure, like, kind of angry and, like, even today now when I was pure allergic to the bus and I was waiting for an hour and then get on the bus and I'm like, I've, I've lost two hours out of my day trying to get home. And I got home and I had a cup of tea and I was like, actually, actually just calm down this morning bit. So... So more tea. More tea and then free therapy. Okay, so less screen time, more tea, free therapy. I think I'm on to an hour. My one is, I think, we have to do non-voluntary hugs, right? Because I think if, if people argue, we just make them hug for five minutes... Because you can't, I don't think you can physically be mad at someone and hug them at the same time because it's too embarrassing. So, like, imagine if people were, like, fighting oh. and you goes, you have to hug each other for five minutes. And then you're hugging him. So, like, obviously, the first two minutes, you're going to be like, I fucking hate this person. But then, like, at the, the third minute, you kind of, like, loosen up a bit. Fourth minute, you're like, oh, well, yeah. we're hugging now. And it's kind of actually kind of nice. Fifth minute, you're like, they're actually grand. So, I think if, if you kind of want to solve world war and strife, just get people to hug each other. You know what? Has anyone tried this? That's what I want to know. No one's tried this. More hugs. I love the idea of it. It sounds kind of gorgeous. But like, like you can't picture... Try and picture like two soldiers yeah. on the battlefield, right? They wouldn't be able to kill each mm. other and like be mad at each mm. other if you made them hug each other. Like if, if you go... You have to hug each other. And I love that story. Is it from... Is it from World War One or what? When... um. When the soldiers were out and they were fighting or whatever, and they were like, what, what are we doing? Shouting Killing each other and stuff. And it was Christmas Eve and they they stopped and they put the guns down and they and they um they sang Silent Night and did they 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 had some celebration not celebrations but like whatever, like they had some like chocolates and stuff of the time. But they wouldn't have been celebrations. No, but I know what you mean. But then imagine the next day then and you're you're waking up after having a great laugh with this fella and then he tries oh, to so murder you. You're like, you're like, Gerald, we, we shared a bottle of beer last night. I know you're trying to kill me. Can you calm down? You know, if they made conscription like a thing in Ireland, like, I wouldn't be able I'd at be all. Like, I'd be the worst. They actually, they probably go leave that, leave that fella at home, would they? <laughs> leave the fag at home. Right, okay. <laughs> Thanks so, so much, girls. <laughs> so we're not going to be beauty queens anytime soon and we the jury's still out whether we agree on them or not but it's not really our opinion to agree on them or not really yeah do them if you want if you want to if you want to do them if you don't want to do them don't do them <laughs> I think get the men less involved in it especially in I the think, women's yeah. just men it's not like if it's a if it's a woman's beauty pageant your 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 place isn't there like fuck off you know what I mean you know what I mean yeah, it needs to be if it's a woman's men, beauty pageant. Men, ye have enough. Stay away from the women's beauty pageants. But you know what I used to love when the when in the toddlers and tiaras and things. You know when the you know when they be doing it or they be doing a dance or they be doing a walk and their mum or some of them even even have the pageant coaches and they be doing the routine in the front and they'd be like this. My favourite thing is it's it's akin to um when you used to go disco dancing competitions and the disco dancing teacher would be do like kind of marking the disco dancing routine when the child's on the floor. 
Was that a thing that happened? Yeah. So like, come on, Jessica. Spread the arms. You know what I mean? Like, live her life. Do... Jessica, you didn't do the illusion now the way you did it in rehearsal. You know what I mean? And they'd be called, all that. They'd be like, when I was grand, grand star champion supreme back in the day, I used to kick my, the back of my head. You know what I mean? Come on, Jessica. You know what I mean? That kind of vibes. The disco dancing kids are in a league of their own. We need to do a disco dancing F because those, they're like superheroes. <gasps> yeah. They can bend in two. They can do everything in the way they'd be slapping off the floor and jumping in the air and stuff. Also the costumes. Also, I slip for the costumes. I slip yeah, for the costumes. Yeah, okay. Anyway, girlies, thanks so much for listening. So yeah, I'm going to watch. I'm going off to watch Con- Miss Congeniality. <laughs> I'm going to give it a watch as well. I think. I'm. You know what? One thing, and you might help me out on this, and we can take it offline as well. I'm not watching anything at the moment. I am. I lie. I'm watching Handmaid's Tale because I'm watching season five of that. Yeah. I'm not watching anything else. I'm. <laughs> I'm also watching something shit. I'm watching The Warrior Nun on Netflix. What? Get up! Cancel your Netflix subscription. I'm not even joking. What's the Warrior Nun? It's a show on Netflix about this person. It's like a group of nuns who like are like kind of like spies, um, and kind of like have powers and stuff. <laughs> You're joking? No, it's it's shit. But like I watch, I watch, I just like watching shit shows to unwind. I don't like something when it's too like highbrow. You know what I mean? Have you watched Bad Sisters yet? That's brilliant. That's a brilliant show. Oh, I haven't watched Bad Sisters and I've been meaning to start watching it. And you can you can download iTunes free trial or whatever. This isn't a sponsor post. You can get it for free. Like you do a week's free trial and just binge That's it in the week. That's a good it's one. So good. It just got renewed for season two, which I'm kind of nervous about because season one was so perfect. But let's just oh, watch really? it. Bad Sisters is amazing. Watch that. I love Sharon Horgan anyway. Oh my God. Like I want Sharon Horgan to adopt me. I love her so much. Sharon Horgan, put us in the next season there, love, will ya? Now, oh my god, my phone's just... Yeah, even a cameo. Even a cameo situation. Anyway, girlies. Anyway, girlies. Bye. Love you loads. Bye. 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 This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.